Welcome to Conservative Patriot Nation, new members and returning members. Tonight we have a very fantastic guest that has a lot of courage to come out and tell her truth. As we have been mind controlled and we've dealt with trauma during the pandemic, we also had to listen to a bunch of rhetoric. They're safe and they're effective. And tonight we're gonna to hear a story on how that statement is not true. And so it's an honor and it's a pleasure to be able to expose this and have Danielle join us. And I hope if there's any other podcasters out there that listens to this show tonight, bring Danielle on because we have to give the voices of the injured a platform to be heard. We can no longer let this be buried in the dirt or buried in the sand. Before we start the show, I'd like to recognize a couple of our sponsors, My Pillow and Mike Lindell, a great, awesome patriot that has put so much on the line. He's been canceled from major, 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 major retail stores. And this man has invested a lot of his money to fight for our freedoms and he's not shy about it. So if you go to mypillow.com and use promo code CPNN, you'll get up to 66% off your purchase. And I really encourage everyone to give Mike Lindell and MyPillow some support there. Great guy. And uh, last but not least, I'd like to recognize the late great Dr. Zelenko. We had a, the honor and pleasure to have him on here. And I'm telling you that guy, he saved so many lives during this pandemic, and um, he didn't stop. And he's no longer with us, and he still hasn't stopped. So if you go to zstacklife.com and use promo code CPN, he has some awesome, awesome great products to boost your immune system. And if you go to zstacklife.com, use promo code CPN, you'll get 5% off your purchase. And last but not least, I'd like to introduce Danielle Baker. Danielle, uh, looks like your video turned off, but um, how you doing? Thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Awesome. So, Danielle, for some of the members in the audience that, that don't know your story, can you just give them a, a brief background? Absolutely. Um, I've been a registered nurse for 20 years. The last 17 years of my career were spent in hospice and palliative care nursing. Um, I took care of our patients through the pandemic or pandemic, I should say, um, taking care of them in their homes and facilities and in nursing homes as well. Um, we went through this whole fiasco with limited PPE. And at the end of December 2020, 
I got a COVID and I came through it with flying colors and no issues and of course developed my own immunity. During that time was around the time that they released the shot uh, that they started to market to healthcare workers and the elderly. I had no desire to take it. I wasn't anti-vax. I was anti this shot because of how quickly it went through. There was no testing. There was nothing to prove any safety or effectiveness. Around May, April, May of 2021, that's when they started to mandate uh, healthcare workers, especially to get the shot. My employer put out an email saying that if we didn't start the shot by July of 2021, then we would lose some of our benefit that was actually granted by the federal act um, that was signed in April. Their stance was that it's available and if you don't take it and you get sick because of not taking it, then they would not grant you any time off work that was paid. In addition to that, they also had said in this email that if you do take it and you have problems because of it, then you would be covered under that premise as well. We had nurses that were taking it and they would take time off work to recover from uh, getting the shot, which absolutely absurd that you have to recover from a shot. Um, along with that, they started to send out weekly emails questioning our morals and ethics if we opted not to get it. They were incentivizing weekly $5,000 drawings up to $20,000. I I loved my career. I loved what I did. I needed my income. I needed my insurance. I was a newlywed. And I thought that I knew it would be mandated starting in July, so I didn't have a medical or religious reason not to take it. So I went ahead and started my Pfizer series in 
June of 2021 under the premise that I had at least some protection if something happened. Um, I had my second Pfizer dose on June 26th of 2021. That day, within 12 hours, I had a fall. I hurt my arm, the same arm that I was injected, and it was beyond something that I would consider normal. I waited about 24 hours, and my symptoms were not getting better. They were worsening, and my husband, who is an occupational therapist, convinced me to go to the ER. We went into the ER and I was screaming in pain. I had pain that went up into my face, down into my arm. At that time, I thought that maybe they injected me into the wrong space, and that's what was causing the issue. When they got me on the gurney in the ER, um, the physician's assistant came in, and I immediately asked him if this could be related to the shot. Not in the way that it ended up being for me, but in the way that maybe it was injected wrong. I was immediately dismissed and said, that can't be it. They sent me for an x-ray of my shoulder and dismissed me within 30 minutes with no answers. Um, we went to several appointments over the next couple of days after that, including an outpatient ortho clinic, another ER visit, and ended that we thought I had just had a separation in a joint in my shoulder from the fall. It didn't get better. On um, the next couple of weeks following, I was having increasing pain instead of decreasing pain, more symptoms of numbness and tingling, loss of sensation in my arm. On July the 17th, we were in a car riding and I had the most horrible back pain that I had ever had. And over the next uh, four days, I went from being basically my normal to being a disabled, dependent, hardly able to walk. I had loss of my bladder. I refused to go to the ER because I had 
been there and been told that I was okay. So I waited until my next doctor's appointment. Uh, at that appointment, I was able to get an outpatient MRI set up. Um, that was the next week. So that brought us to the last week in July. On the day that I had the MRI done, my symptoms had stopped progressing for about five or six days. But at that point, I was uh, basically uh, paralyzed, not really able to walk or take care of myself. The MRI came back that I had transverse myelitis. Um, what that is, is the shot caused my body to attack my spinal cord and it caused me to have permanent uh, disability. I did go to the ER that night that I found this out. Unfortunately, at that point, it was too late for them to do anything for me. The ER physician came in and sat down with us, said that he had thoroughly reviewed my records. <laughs> he looked at us and he said that he was sorry. He told us that his sister helped develop the mRNA technology years back, and it was never met for this, and that that is the exact reason that I was having the issues that I did. He was the, the first one to correlate my diagnosis directly to the shot. I was admitted to the hospital, several spinal taps and tests and anything else that you could imagine, but still left without anything that they could do. I was released five days later back home. And ever since then, I have been completely disabled and my life has turned upside down. Wow. <clears throat> wow, it's just... Uh... I, I know this is hard for everyone that's on here, but these are stories we need to to hear and, and deal with. Um, it was really hard listening to this. What I want to ask you, when when was it when you put two and two together and realized, well, well, maybe this is the vaccine or this is the vaccine that's causing it? I had that thought 
the day that I got it and I fell. Um, but not in the way that it ended up being. Um, I thought that it was injected into the wrong space. And that's why I was having the problems with my arm and everything. Um, ended up that it was my body attacking my spinal cord is is what was the ultimate problem but that's why i asked that first er physician if it could be related and if he would have uh, stopped and taken a second and maybe thought it through, then I may have had a chance to have stopped what happened to me. Yeah, what it really sounds like, there was a bunch of negligence just uh, all across the board, um, even from the employer to those that are looking over those that are being injured from the vax. Um, did you save any of those emails when they kept trying to pressure you to get vaccinated? Um, some of them. Um, when all of this was happening, I didn't have the forethought to do that um i was able to recover some of them before i was let go but i think even to this day on their interweb they have it posted like newsletters that you can go back and look at but i have the most important ones in my hand especially the one of the april or may email giving us the ultimatum well i definitely would save them um, I definitely would save them. Have you ever thought about like reaching out to to Ron Johnson? Because I know he's had some hearings on uh, with with some of the doctors on on the vaccine. Have you ever thought about reaching out to him? Um, I've thought of several uh, things. Um, I started with uh, taking. Uh, my former employee to workers' compensation court. Um, they're a big hospice. Um, it's actually called, I can say it now because we're through the litigation. It's Ohio's hospice of Dayton. They're a multi-million dollar not-for-profit. Um, I spoke with Warner Mendenhall and he hooked me up with a workers' comp attorney. We took 
them to the Industrial Commission of Ohio because they're self-insured. And ultimately, we've lost all of our hearings because they hold the position that my arm wasn't twisted hard enough, so therefore they're not liable. Um, I would like to bring a civil case against them, but I, 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 I don't know where to begin as far as finding representation for that. Well, um, we do have, we do plan on having a show with four very bright lawyers. Um, I'll definitely talk with them. Um, we're still in the midst of getting that show put together and I'll definitely, uh, put them your way and I'll definitely reach out to someone that I know that has a very good relationship with Senator Ron Johnson and i will connect you with her as well um because these things they, they they just can't they can't go unnoticed and uh the moment that kevin reached out to me and sent me the interview with you i'm like this is a no-brainer you know because you yeah. have you have um you know and it's crazy on how they put us against each other and you had nurses, well, if you don't get vaccinated, you're going to kill everybody, you're going to die. And then people that didn't want to get vaccinated, they had everybody fighting each other like if it was back in the black and white uh, back in the day with all the racist stuff. And, and it's terrible because they don't do nothing but destroy. They don't bring people together. And on top of it, they had something very nefarious to where we all cannot allow this to just go unnoticed. Anyone watching this podcast, if you're listening to it on Spotify or watching it on Rumble, give a thumbs up, share it, share it, share it. That's how we get information out because we can't depend on the media. And I'm so grateful that you're here tonight because this is great for those that are against Vax and those that were for it. Um, because we can't make change if there's no information. One thing I would uh, like, oops, go ahead. I I was just gonna agree with you. Um, there are so many that are just like me and it just breaks my heart we all struggle and i have two very uh good friends uh gloria and uh, michelle and, and they're in the same sort of boat too they're vaccine injured as well and it just it breaks my heart to we're all in financial ruins and we don't know what weighs up and what weighs down well, I tell you what, you can let Gloria and, and Michelle know that this platform is open to them. And, and like I said, I, I see Kevin just going the chat. Uh, I appreciate you, Kevin. Um, what I would like to ask you, how has this changed the dynamics in your household 
and how active were you before all this took place? Oh. <laughs> this is where I lose it. <laughs> um, we were always doing something. Um, I had just uh, met and married my husband in 2020. Um, we each brought a child. Um, uh, I had a boy and he has a girl. And <laughs> we would hunt and fish in a primitive camp. We would go in the creeks and we would catch crawdads. We just were always active, hiking and being out in nature. I worked as a nurse and my husband as an occupational therapist. I was the typical soccer mom. I did the clothes and made dinner and I took a pride in all of that stuff. Uh, since this injury, my husband is the rock of our family. I can't drive he has to do all of that. I don't know what I can do from day to day because some days I'm just so sick. I can't do anything but sleep. Uh, he has to peel me out of bed sometimes, help me with my personal care sometimes. Um, I can't do the things that I used to love. I can't even be the mom that I wanted to be. Our kids had to grow up too quick and they lost their innocence way too soon. <laughs> well, <clears throat> God puts us on journeys that we just when we're when it happens, we just we sit there and we just can't wrap our heads around it. And Sometimes he puts us in situations to make change in the world and to be a voice. So, and I know it's rough and it's tough, but don't get down on yourself and realize with him, things can change and miracles can happen. And as long as you stay in that, that God-centered mindset we actually can heal ourselves i mean you're in the medical field and we can heal ourselves and and he may just 
send someone along that is just going to get you back to where you once was. So I know as hard as it is, you're still that mother. And I want to, I want to say your husband is awesome. <laughs> you know, he is. he's <laughs> awesome. And please let him know that um, there's not too many husbands that probably could step up to the plate in a situation like that. A lot of them would crumble like a cookie. Um, so could you tell us a little bit about your husband? Because, I mean, uh, he's definitely a guy with, with great character from stepping up to the plate and doing such good things when you're having struggles. <laughs> he certainly is. Um, I want to comment on... Uh, what you said uh, about uh, healing, um, I too uh, believe that when I was first injured, I started to speak out, but I had to take a step back to deal with this emotionally once i did that then i came back forward and started to speak out uh, again finding a new purpose and that's why i do what i do now um, i I'm not doing what I thought I would be doing at 43, but I do believe that I am going to change the world in a different way. And, and that is truly my hope. Um, God opened the road and led me to Kevin. Um, Kevin Tuttle, who uh, represents uh, me, and he has elevated my voice in ways I cannot imagine. He's helped to hook me up with some different methods in order to try to get me on that road to healing so i do 100 percent believe in what you said i have no other choice but to move forward and to make something good out of something bad and i hold that with all of my heart Absolutely. A wise man once told me, <clears throat> I remember this, <laughs> he said, don't look in your rear view or you're going to crash. You have to keep your eyes forward on the road. And, you know, I honestly believe you are going to make a big change in the world. You know, I would absolutely love to see you on those Congress hearings when they bring up this COVID and vaccines um 
I do know someone that is really cool and close with Senator Ron Johnson. And like I said, I'm going to, I'm going to contact her and I'm going to give you the information. Um, because you definitely, you need to be on Capitol Hill and there needs to be a Daniel Baker bill put in place because uh, what these people have done is just pure evil, um, destroying lives, destroying a person's health. There, there's nothing cool about that. And it's awesome that you're here with us because unfortunately, you know, some people, they didn't make it. So, you know, that's why God is really working in mysterious ways. You know, he put you in a situation for change in the world. And wow. Like, <clears throat> I, I couldn't even imagine, but I think, you know, and I'm sure you feel it. Like God created this situation for a purpose that is way bigger than what we, we know right now. Now, it, oops, go ahead. It, it took me a while to get there. Uh, there's no doubt about that. And, and I still have bad days. But I do think that we have the power to make something good out of this. It's just getting connected to the right people because I am more than willing and I, my good friends are more than willing to scream at the top of our lungs to get change going. That's awesome. And you can let your friends know that uh, <clears throat> I would love to bring them on here. Um, I, I want to expose it. I mean, we all have to expose it. We we can no longer just, like I said a bit ago, it can't just hide in the dark, you know? And these stories is what is the beginning of change. Because mm -hmm. when this whole thing started, I mean, you had parents telling their kids you can't come over for Thanksgiving unless you get this shot because their kids didn't want it. Forgetting that we live in a free country. So if you want to get it, get it. If you don't, you don't. And then there was kids telling their parents they can't come over. I mean, they had they had us divorcing loved ones. Pure evil. I saw so much heart to break and the facilities when I was working, um, we had uh, patients on hospice services that couldn't see their loved ones in their last days. So many people would tell me that even weren't on our services that death would be preferred over being locked in their room for a year 
with their loved ones tapping on a window for them to have any communication with them. And I believe that the government set it up that way. There's a reason why they started with health care workers and the elderly. The elderly in these uh, facilities had no choice if they wanted to have any contact with their loved ones, then they had to take this shot. And it just makes me sick because I lived it every day. Well, you you know, what really touches me is, and I've been seeing this a lot in my community, is a lot of paramedics and fire departments going to old folks' homes. And I mean, I just saw today, and, and Marshall that's on the chat, I was on the phone with him, and he heard all the sirens, and I'm like, oh, wow, they're at the, the nursing home where I, I had an idea of what they're probably there for because I'm starting to see it more and more frequent. And it's just sad that they target our elderly because our elderly holds knowledge and information. And if we look at society now, they want us dumb. They they want the next generation coming up not knowing what the elders carry. And it, it's really sad. And, you know, hearing what you just were talking about, how they didn't let the loved ones in there, you know, if you go interview some criminals on the streets that, you know, kill people, they'll tell you they want to do it by themselves because they don't want no witnesses. And it almost seems like that. Did that seem like that was going on while you were in operation? Unfortunately, yes. (laughs) These poor humans, they literally were locked in their room with no contact. They had their meals served in styrofoam containers and plasticware for a whole year in their rooms. Their loved ones couldn't see them. Staff that worked at the facilities were in and out, but only briefly. I was a contracted worker, so when I was at the facilities, I was there to see my hospice patients, but because these people had no outside human contact, they befriended us and us, meaning me and my husband, because he worked at the same facility. All they wanted was a hug or a touch and I would go into rooms of people that 
weren't even my patients and bring them a frosty or offer them a hug or hold their hand because they were starved of human interaction and some of them succumbed because of that and it was heartbreaking well wow, that's so awesome of you my daughter's the same way she's she's now uh getting into the medical field and while she was in her nursing, she had to go work at a nursing home and wow, she came home one day and she was just in tears. It's like, what's what's the matter? And she's an empath. And the way that these young girls that they're hiring, they, they really need to start doing a thorough background check. But the story she was telling us how they were letting the old people just lay there and they're their pee and their poop. Uh, one guy fell on the floor and the, the lady was telling my daughter, oh, he shouldn't have fell. He could just stay there. And my daughter's like, wait a minute, no. So she would, and she was just doing this. I think these were like clinicals or tri um, whatever you got to do for nursing. And mm -hmm. she would go in there and clean them up. She would help them up. And she just could not believe the ugliness. And um you definitely have that same spirit, and that's awesome. I, I do want to ask, financially, knowing that they didn't honor your disability, how's things, go how's things going financially, <laughs> may I ask? Um... <laughs> uh not the the best um my husband uh, works um he works as needed he picks up as many hours as he can but because he has to be off if i need something or my caregivers aren't available, then he can't always work the hours that he needs to. I do get a social security disability, which is nothing compared to what my income was. Um, just to carry health care, it's $25,000 a year that we don't have. Um, we've set up a give, send, go um, because we need the help and then it also helps if we have extra to send me to conferences or speaking engagements to speak out about what's happened to me but it's financially devastated us <clears throat> thank you for sharing um i'm definitely going to contribute to your gifts and go could, could you tell uh, what what is your gifts and goal? 
Um, if you go on to uh, give, send, go, and look up uh, Danielle Baker or the coerced nurse, then it'll pull my gives and go up and there'll be a picture of me um, in the hospital that will show up. Thank you for that. I'll definitely be sharing that daily on the wall. I'll be pinning that to our group here. Um, I encourage anyone that can, um, whatever you can give, that'll be great because we are brothers and sisters in Christ and humanity. We can help each other out when we need to help each other out. There are some people that are out there drifting that don't need no help, but there's real stories like this where help is really needed. And I hope everyone that listens to this podcast shares it far and wide. I'm not looking for views. I'm not looking for numbers. I'm looking for the story to be heard. So Danielle, we're, we're almost approaching the hour mark. Um, before we go into Q&A, is there anything that you would like to say to um, people that are watching this podcast? And um, it's it's been a pleasure and an honor to have you on here. And I really hope to get in contact with your other friends that have been injured. Oh, I will definitely uh, make that uh, happen. Um, I, I just, I can't thank you uh, enough for this platform and allowing us to speak out and helping to look for solutions because that's what uh, we need we need solutions um i always <laughs> discourage um getting the shot in the boosters because they are not effective and they are not safe and Everybody is one shot away from a life-changing event like we've experienced. There are hundreds of thousands of us, if not millions, that are alive and loved ones that have lost people to this. So just do your research. The big pharma and the government aren't protecting us. It is truly now a grassroots effort to get out stories and to get legislation passed to stop all of this madness. Yeah, I totally agree. One thing I didn't ask you is how many shots did you get? Did you just get one? I got uh, two um, Pfizer's and um, they have a 
website called How Bad Is My Batch, you can actually take it, your lot numbers from your shot, plug them into this website, and it will pull information and show you how bad your batch was. And I ended up getting two horrible batches of shots. Um, both of my lot numbers pulled to where there were thousands of injuries and deaths just from my two batches that I received. Well, that's how you know God has definitely got his hands on you because uh, you said they were deadly batches and you're still here breathing and everything happens for a reason. So that's one thing to be thankful for. There's a, a plan and there's a no doubt about it. Well, I want to say thanks again for, for joining us. And, and now we definitely can go into Q&A. Um, Kevin was the first one with his hands up. But anybody else that has a question, um, if you press the middle button, we can see your hand raise and we'll definitely call you in order. Kevin, your mic's on mute. Hey, Mike. Hey, everyone. Um, I just want to say Danielle Baker is a hero. <laughs> This woman is so incredibly strong, so incredibly loving and giving. And I mean, you hear it in her voice when she's talking about other patients who couldn't see loved ones. That hurts her just as much as her own affliction. That takes something special. Sorry. In a human being. Um, she's a hero and she needs her voice needs to get out there. And I, I thank you, Mike, for having her on. Um, I did want to mention, I don't, I had to join late, unfortunately. So I don't know, Danielle, if you covered that your VAERS was deleted. Um, I did uh, not. <laughs> um, yeah. Go ahead. Talk about that if you would. Um, so when I, was in the hospital in researching what was going on with me. I had actually come across the VAERS reporting system. I didn't know anything about it before I had been injured because I've never had to use it. The day that I got out of the hospital, I actually filed my own report into VAERS. At the same time, um, shortly after I um, sent an email to the FBI, DA and med watch. I didn't follow up on those. I didn't hear anything more until 
last uh, year at the closing of the year, I went back to check on my VAERS report because it had been shown that people's reports were missing or they were altered and indeed my report isn't there it is completely gone wow yeah that's that's the system that we're dealing with that's the corruption that is our government that is health care that this is what we're up against and this is why we all have to speak out and and get out of the system completely um i did want to mention danielle does have a substack as well it's the coerced nurse.substack.com so please follow her page there um she posts amazing testimonials of her life um it, it's heartfelt and usually very very uh, tear jerky. <laughs> so, um, overall, though, Danielle, as I told you from the beginning, I'm most looking forward to seeing God heal you. I think it's going to be a beautiful story that you have when you are walking normally, when you're talking normally again, when your life is back, and that you can give the praise to God for everything that's happened and the amount of people that you've touched and whose lives you've changed for the better, um, you're going to have quite the story. So I love working with you. I love you. And thanks for coming on here. I love you too, Kevin. And that's Kevin Tuttle. He owns and operates Spirit PR and he is the most loving and kind man, and he has done everything in his power to elevate me, and I could never repay him. Yeah, awesome. <clears throat> Kevin is an awesome individual. Um, and Kevin, I'm gonna I'm gonna send you uh, some information on someone that I know that's really um, connected with Senator Ron Johnson. And hopefully there can be a breakthrough there. And hopefully you, Gloria and Michelle are sitting on a hearing panel and uh, you guys are firsthand witnesses. I mean, you guys are the evidence, which uh, I can't wait for that day. So if, if that, if that, information that God had passed on to me that it was meant to go to you. I know it wasn't sent to me for no reason. And if I keep it, I mean, it's not going to help nobody. So I'll definitely pass that on to you and Kevin. And right now we have Patriot Fighter RN. Hey, hey Mike. Hi, Danielle. And hi, Kevin. Um, I I am uh, also a nurse, obviously. It's, this is Tracy. Um, and uh, I'm still a nurse. I'm an ER nurse. I'm so sorry to hear your story, Danielle. I uh, 
unfortunate one that I did not take any of the vaccines. So I had a religious exemption that my um, company still still is allowing at this time. Um, I'm I'm very sorry to hear your story, and I I do know a, another nurse her who her um, her dad took the vaccines and he had the same outcome as what you have. Um, and she had to leave Wisconsin and go to Arizona to help him um, uh, because he is um, wheelchair bound and everything. So she, I don't even believe that she's actually even working as a nurse in our field anymore, but is his caretaker. Um, I, uh, I just, wanted to just say I I was wondering if you have been speaking out or or have been talking on any of the Twitter spaces and have hooked up with any of those um nurses in the in those spaces that have been working on um legislation and also have been working with trying uh, different uh, modalities of healing um I know that many people have been talking about uh, hyperbaric chambers and also um, ozone therapy has been working well with some people. Um, I was just wondering if that would maybe be some of the things that you'd be looking at. Uh, first, uh, thank you uh, for listening and for uh, commenting. I. Uh, really appreciate uh, that um i'm uh, sorry uh, for the person that you know whose father had this same outcome it is sickening because we're not even recognized uh, neurological issues are not even recognized as side effects of these shots. Um, so we're up against that as well. As far as uh, Twitter goes, I am on a Twitter under the coerced nurse. I have uh, gone in and out of spaces. I don't frequent them regularly so i am always open to any suggestions for the spaces to join into because i think that um, since it's been reconfigured it offers a wonderful platform uh, for people to come together and to uh, speak out. Um, as far as uh, um, some different modalities of care, I too have heard wonderful things. Um, but the problem is, is financially we can't afford those things. Um, they are usually out of uh, pocket uh, costs and we can't keep up with uh, just our regular 
monthly uh, costs. So we have had some uh, wonderful uh, people uh, give some product. Uh, Dr. Tony O'Donnell um, has sent me some radiant green product. The detox girls have uh, sent me some root uh, product. Um, the hyperbaric chambers and such um, are just so expensive that uh, we just we can't afford those in any of the treatments alternative uh, more natural treatments right now um, are are just unattainable because of the financial situation that we are in i'm I'm here in Wisconsin where Kevin is at also at least I think he's still in Wisconsin. Are you still in Wisconsin, Kevin? Yeah, I'm in Sun Prairie. Yeah. And um, I know Dr. Walskog has, uh, he also has some, um, I think it's transverse myelitis that he also suffered. And he'll be at the Wisconsin United for Freedom um, VaxCon coming up here April 14th and 15th. And I will talk with him and see um what peop what he is doing and what um what what we can work out i would love to, i know that the all of those things are are very expensive i think that we're going to find that many people are going to start offering those things less and less and for for less and less for people of that are, that are in your situation. Um, at least that's what my hope is, you know, that, that it's a giving more of a giving thing. Um, and I, I've seen even in Illinois, there are new, um, I don't know exactly what they are, but they are like a hyperbaric chamber that they're offering to people and they're, they're putting these systems in, in, many different places in many different states. I'll have to get that information again. Um, but I'll uh, keep Kevin apprised of what I find out. As of the Twitter spaces, I will um, friend you on Twitter spaces, and I will um, push um, some other... Uh, uh, people to follow and spaces that you definitely fit right in and people would definitely love to hear your story. God bless I you, greatly appreciate that more than I could ever express. Thank you so very much. All right, Gloria. Gloria, your mic is unmuted. Hi, Danielle. I'm Gloria. Gloria, <laughs> Gloria needs to come on the show. <laughs> oh, that's Gloria. Hey, Gloria. Hi, and I would love to come join. And I mean, I even me and Danielle talk all the time, but I still 
she's so courageous and I love her so much. And I always thank her for standing up and doing what she's doing because, and it always inspires me and it keeps me going as well. And let me tell you about this little tough girl. She, we (laughs) met in Florida at the Inspire Summit 2023, where we were invited with uh, Dr. Robert Malone and Ryan Cole and um, man, so many doctors and scientists. And so Danielle flies all over the U.S. and sets up all of these events and platforms. And so I just, she is so courageous and I really suggest and pray that everybody here, even to help spread the word of her GoFundMe because that stuff helps her get around and doing what she's doing. And even though she's sick, she pushes so hard to really look out for everyone. And Danielle, you're so inspiring to me. So I love you and (laughs) Gloria, take a minute, please. And talk about your organization. Thank you, Danielle. Yes, I'm also with Can We Talk About It? Um, Our website's canwetalkaboutit.org, and we're a global campaign breaking the silence of vaccine injury. So we support all vaccine injured. And right now, we are also supporting Dr. Thorpe, Dr. Cole, and Dr. Biss' research project on fertility and the shot and they're also studying the shedding so even people that haven't gotten the shot so we are um extremely involved with the uh, higher up doctors and scientists and we try to get involved with everyone we can bringing awareness and it's so important and um we were just actually too working on a project uh we're submitting written and oral um, testimonies for a bill that's getting passed in Maryland to give university faculty and students the choice and that, so they can never mandate in the state of Maryland. And neither of us are in the state of Maryland, but one, we all have to help each other at this moment. And so anybody that we can help, we do. And I would say that ever since I met Danielle, that's what we've been doing. <laughs> <clears throat> and it, I'm I'm just it's an honor to be her friend and I love her so much and anybody that can support her um it's just so thankful we're all grateful for that and thank you so much for having her and thank you Kevin for everything you're doing for her she talks about you frequently and we just all appreciate everything that everybody gives us a voice and a platform and to those we really don't want this to ever happen to anybody ever again. And it does, it breaks our hearts and it watching what they're doing in our country. Um, The children, just everything, we can't take it anymore. So thank you, Danielle. Thank you, Gloria. Yeah, and I agree with that. Um, first they came for the elderly, now they're coming for the kids, and that's why it's important that we all get up, stand up, 
if it's just sharing information, if it's contacting your congressman, your senator, we, we can't let them uh, continue on doing what they're doing. And it has to be exposed. And one thing's for sure, what happens in the dark will come to light. And we can see it slowly starting to happen. God's in control and evil is not going to continue on doing what they're doing. I agree. I'd like to ask any other members if you have a question for Danielle, if you press the middle button, we can call on you. I do, Mike. I don't know if you saw my hand earlier. <laughs> Go ahead, Kelly. Hey, how are you? Um, I had two questions, and I apologize. Uh, the quick question is, um, are you having symptoms like MS symptoms, or is that what, and I apologize, I know you said it, and I was listening, I missed that part, because um, I know somebody that's uh, basically in denial, like know somebody that uh, is having MS symptoms. And going into denial, my main question is, um, a backstory is, I'll make it quick. My mom, um, we all got COVID. I'm not vaccinated. My kids aren't vaccinated. They're minors. And I went on for months, you know, I'll be very honest. I'm a vocal girl from the South, you know, where I speak up to my loved ones, you know, like, and I show them videos, you know, back research, what I believe in my heart. And in their situation, God bless you, you know, I, I understand work. But some people, you know, like, they, they just didn't listen, you know what I mean? They did, it, and do you, and and my question is, I guess my friend, she, um, and it's long-winded, this question, I'm telling backstories. So my mom was in the hospital, in this, she got in the hospital with it. She got the vaccine like a month before she got COVID, give or take. Like we all got it. And she ended up with like a big blood, blood clot. And um, the long story short, we the first night she was in the hospital, we literally didn't know she was going to make it. Like the doctor came on and, um, and talked to my dad, like this foreign doctor, and just said, does not look good. And, you know, we don't know anything. We don't... You know, that's all we knew. And, of course, she couldn't talk and everything to her, really. And we tried. Actually, she got on the phone. It was really hard, the breathing. And the reason I'm telling you that backstory is, I mean, I, I get it with jobs and stuff. But even so, I understand like that. But my friend wasn't um, required. And I'm going to bring her up. She's She was like... I don't know, denied, I guess. Are you seeing people, I guess, waking and like realizing that these side effects are from the vaccine or are people in denial and still getting it? Because like I said, my friend, I guess what I was going to say is my friend ended up getting the vaccine, the Johnson Johnson, the same one my mom got after my mom and the whole situation. And luckily, I'll end it like tell you my mom is okay. She is on blood thinners the rest of her life. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I was wondering, do you see more people, I guess, coming to terms that it's from the um, vaccine? Or are people just saying whatever, getting it? Like, what do you feel? I'm just curious 
And I am sorry. And I, that question was long went in. I'm sorry about your story. I just, oh, I'm here for you prayers. And um, yeah, anytime you can come on our chat, but I appreciate you coming on and talking to us. And I, again, sorry for the long winded question. Don't apologize. I appreciate you asking questions. I think that it's important for these types of things so we all can be on the same page of understanding. So thank you for asking. My diagnosis is a transverse myelitis and it is similar to ms um the difference in the two is the causation um mine was caused as a direct result of the shot and ms is more of a condition um, that is developed in order to diagnose me properly they did have to rule out ms and they ruled out ms by taking a brain scan and my brain scan didn't have any lesions on it and then, of course, when they looked at my MRI, um, they saw that my spinal cord from my cervical spine number three through cervical spine seven was affected. And that's not typical of MS. However, um, MS. S is very similar to a transverse myelitis. It's kind of a combination of uh, Gillian Barr and MS. Um, it's somewhere in between those. As far as um, other people are, are concerned, um, I always try to thank people who had the platform already set for speaking out against vaccines. Unfortunately, um, there were a lot of us who thought uh, that we were doing the right thing or that were mandated and we didn't heed the warnings that people like you were trying to give. Um, I try to remember uh, about humanity in these situations. I think that um, we all at some point in our lives have done things that we wish that we didn't. Some prices are 
a lot more steep than others. Um, so I always like to encourage people that if you were one of those people that have spoken out and have seen the horrors of the vaccines even before this shot came along, remember that we acknowledge that and we appreciate that. Um, but, um, when some people choose to get it and were injured, um, we will hear from that side. Um, well, I tried to tell you, and so therefore I don't care about your situation. And not that that's what you're saying. I'm, I'm not hearing that from you at all. Um, but like in the case of your friend, I would encourage you uh, just to love her where she's at and know that you did what you could to help and continue to do that to help because people are wakening. Um, I have seen in just the past two to three months a tide change to where people are questioning now instead of just blindly trusting. Um, I think the booster rate is at only 10% now. So what is being projected people are hearing and people are questioning. Unfortunately, it is too late for some of us and that's something that we have to live with the rest of our lives. Um, but continue to support humanity and say, you know, I'm sorry that this happened, but I am here for you if you need me. Um, another thing that I encourage is that they do have, um, I, I can't think of where to find them at right this second, but um, they do have uh, pamphlets or, or lists that kind of go over what a vaccine injury looks like that you can share with people who you think, my gosh, they're probably vaccine injured and don't realize it. Um, these uh, materials are um, meant to be uh, more gentle in an approach and help people think through what is going on and realize that, oh my goodness, they may too have a vaccine injury. Did I answer your question? Yes. And um, 
again, I appreciate, yes, and uh, again, I hope I didn't come across harsh. Um, but also, I, I, I like to hear your side, and it, it gives me, I'm one of those, I could take myself out of the situation and look at both sides. And uh, I really, uh, I'm really sorry, son, uh, but uh, your story did help me um, just be able to go more compassionately. I don't think I've been memeing, but like even more so. Like, so I appreciate you coming on and sharing your story. It really, it really helped me and touched my heart. Oh, I'm happy that it did. And I didn't think that you came across harsh at all. Um, I just wanted to take the opportunity and comment on that because a lot of us that are injured, we have two sides coming at us. One side saying, listen, I said don't get it and you got it, so you mean nothing to me now. And then we have the other side that wants you to get it, but then when you get it, you end up injured. There's no support there either. So it leaves us kind of in the middle with what the hell are we supposed to do and where do we turn? So you didn't come across harsh at all. It just presented an opportunity for me to talk about that aspect of it. Thank you again. And um, yeah, I hope you come on again and talk. And I'll head back to Mike. Sorry, I, I just wanted to chime in. Um, Kelly, I understand where your question is coming from. Um, I've been in this movement for several years and speaking out all the time about the dangers of vaccines. And it's incredibly frustrating when we're ridiculed, we're viewed as insane, our families don't listen, nobody listens. And from a human standpoint, you're, you're basically like, you know what? I tried. Good luck with your life. Good luck. You know, go ahead, get the shot, see what happens to you. I don't care anymore. And I got this email from Danielle um, telling me about her injury. And I felt like this is a test to me as, as a human, as a person who who is supposed to have compassion who's supposed to view people in a in a in a more loving manner um considering my walk with god and i'll be honest it was hard those thoughts did come in like why would you take this shot why would you do it you even felt like you shouldn't do it but there was a reason that she did and ultimately we just have to love the people despite their decisions. Which one of us has not made a stupid decision in our lives? Who can, who can say that we've lived a perfect life? We've all messed up. We just haven't received the consequences that, that Danielle has. Um, and I mean, this is a test for all of us to put aside our own pride and 
our activism and all of that and just to to love those who are coming to our side because they've been left behind by the other side they have nowhere to go and if we're going to shun them on our side to say you you don't belong here because you took this jab who are we then i mean what kind of people are we so i say we embrace them we do not fear them you know i've heard people say well i don't want to hug anybody who got this shot you cannot live your life that way you hug people all the time because that's who we are as human beings we hug each other we love each other and we lift each other up so this working with danielle is the biggest blessing that i've had and you know um this test is is something that i don't want to fail you know i don't want to fail that god looks at me you know when my life is over and i didn't pass this test um we can't do that um, so i just encourage all of you to to put aside your own pride and your own feelings and and love each other that's so true <laughs> I was just talking about this the other day in the chat because people, all the fear porn is, oh, people there on Vax is going to get sick from the Vax and blah, 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 blah. I said, shit. I hug my mother. I kiss my mother. I hug my uncle. I shake his hand. I hug my aunt. I'm not worried about, I'm not worried about it because God, he tells us shall fear no evil and it, it's crazy on how the campaign is you know it's it almost makes you question are these the same people that are working for big pharma and working for those people that said it was safe and effective because their whole main thing was to keep us six feet apart and separated so these people that are pushing at us further separating people out of fear. Fear is that mind control factor that can control a person's every move. And, you know, I, I've interviewed some very awesome doctors and they are great. But I think humanity's at a point now where I'm not listening to any more podcasts on what's in these vaccines. We all pretty much that are awake knows what's in them. What I would love for them to do now is go into a lab, get down, meditate, pray to God, and ask God to give you the visions to create an antidote to help those that are injured or those that have something in their body that may wake up to learn about it. And God is going to lead you there. Instead of doing shows and, and getting views and becoming a, a doctor celebrity, now is the time to go ask God, okay, God, show me what I need to do to help these people. Because if this stuff is allegedly created, like it's been, you know, we've been hearing, Whoever creates it's going to create an antidote just in case if it, if if someone injects them with it, <laughs> you know. So therefore, there there can be something created to help people. And 
Kevin really touched on something that really made me have to come say this. I'm interested in bringing on doctors that has solutions rather than the fear that comes with it. You know, I'm tired of hearing, oh, all these people that are vaxxed, they got two to five years to live. And I'm sitting there thinking like, okay, that's when I'm done listening to their, their show. But at the end of the day, it's like, wait a minute. You got God in your cell phone contacts because he can turn whatever poison into nothing. You know, it's his, he makes the decision when we don't wake up. He makes the decision when we need to go and, and, and go into another realm and fight another war for him. So for all that other stuff, like, I, I really don't have time for that. And I think humanity is way beyond that. And I do see a question, but what, what's your thoughts on that, Danielle? I mean, I'm kind of sick of it. I agree with you. Um, I, and we, me and uh, my friends talk about this often. Um, it almost seems at sometimes that it's a race to who can be the most popular doctor with the most popular solution and have the celebrity status when not one of the solutions is a true antidote. So we as injured are frustrated with that because there's meetings after meetings after meetings and lots of talking but there's not a lot of solutions being given that are tolerable or accessible to people that are injured. All of us are in financial ruins and a lot of these solutions and suggestions cost so much money that they're unattainable. So I uh, agree with uh, you that it really is time to look at uh, obtainable solutions and options for us that are injured, that are going to work. Thanks for. Uh letting me know that I'm not the only one um because I felt like I was going crazy for a second I'm like I'm tired of the celebrity stuff I'm tired of trying to get views I'm tired I mean how many conferences do these doctors have to have to tell people that are vaccinated how people are going to die within two to five years what's in people don't want to hear that people want to hear solutions so if you are coming to serve the greater good for humanity, like the oath you took when you went to medical school, do it. If not, get out of the kitchen. <laughs> um, we do I, have one I, more. Oops, sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I I uh, agree, and um, I can't wait for you to talk with uh, my other friend. Uh, M Michelle, 
because she is very passionate about this subject. Awesome. I'll definitely uh, hook up with you tomorrow and, and get some dates out there and get those two scheduled. We do have one more question. Um, that'll probably be our last question. I don't want to hold you up any longer. And it's been an honor and a pleasure. And we need to have these type of conversations. And I'll definitely love to bring you back on again. Any time. I'm more than happy uh, to. All right, Chef. You are the last question. Your mic is unmuted. Go ahead with your question, sir. Good evening, Danielle. Uh, my heart goes out to you with your story and what you're going through right now. Um, I can what it is for you. Um, my question to you is, have you looked into um, alternative therapies outside of the traditional health care and pharmaceutical systems? Um, I I have, and I've uh, tried some uh, different uh, therapies um, as far as supplemental, um, at, as far as like um, red light therapy or hyperbaric therapy. Um, those sorts of things are just not affordable at this time um is is there one in particular that you were thinking about or is it just something in general i was leaning more like sound therapy and therapy but in general was um what i was more curious about I uh, have always been open to suggestions for things. Um, I think that until you try things, you're not going to know what works for you in particular. So if there is a certain suggestion that you have, I am more than open to hearing it. Um, in my along the awakening process, I've come across meditation and um, certain frequencies. Um, that I was going to suggest to you is four hundred and thirty. Yeah, four hundred and thirty-two hertz. Um, there's videos on YouTube that are available in that. And what I would suggest is like when you're ready to go to sleep, um, put it on to where you can just barely hear it as you're sleeping. And um, we'll see if that starts to help with some of the um, problems that you're having. I will try that. I really appreciate that suggestion. All right. Uh, Danielle, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. And it's an honor to have you on here. And hopefully this interview 
reaches the masses, um, even those, you know, I, I want to make this clear. If anyone that watches this podcast or hears it that has been injured, you can come on to Conservative Patriot Nation Network onto Telegram. You can get a hold of me, Patriot Mike, and I would love to bring you on here. And I want to let you guys all know you guys have a voice. The, vo the, the group is called Conservative Patriot Nation Network, but uh, don't look at it as no political thing. If you are a person with Democrat views, I love you the same. If you have socialist views and you've been injured, do not let the name of this group shy you away from connecting and contacting us because we are one people and we can't allow the political arena to, to divide us. And if you're a Democrat listening to this podcast, I want to let you know you are more than welcome on this platform. Um, I'm a biracial male, so I, I can't be racist against uh, political parties or people. So I'm a mix up myself. And I just want to make that clear. Um, Danielle, as we close out, is there anything that you would like to let the audience know? Any links, um, any way to follow you, et cetera, et cetera? Uh, the, the microphone's yours. Um, I'm hoping that I can, my rock just came into the room, so I'm hoping he'll pop over here for a second. Um, so I um, have my sub stack, the coerced nurse, um, that you can follow me on. Of course, I have the give this and go, uh, Danielle Baker, or the coerced nurse. Um, I am on Twitter under the same, the coerced nurse, or Danielle Baker. Um, can we talk about it? Uh, Gloria's uh, organization is one <clears throat> wonderful as well. And I want you to, I didn't get to completely go through it, but here is my rock, my husband, Justin. You're awesome, Justin, man. I just want to say, man, you are, you're really awesome. Seriously. You're godsend. Thank you. Thank you, sir. He wow. is. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to survive without him to be a newlywed and to have this happen um, would have sent a lot of men running. Well, you guys are the, <clears throat> the true definition of marriage, you know, the death is a part, sick, no matter what. So it, it takes a strong man to well, it just, you know what, I'm just going to put it simple. It just shows a real character inside your, your spirit, your soul. And um, that's awesome, man. Seriously. Thank you. He's appreciated. <laughs> I certainly um, appreciate you uh, bringing uh, me on 
and being so open to uh, everybody. Um, it, it's a humanitarian crisis. It's not a political crisis. It's truly about the human race at this point. So I would love to come back on any time. Absolutely. I'll definitely stay in contact and I'd love to have you back on. And, you know, we have to, you know, there's a saying, you can walk a thousand miles by taking one step. And you have Republicans over here, you have Democrats over there, and they have so much pride. And no one wants to take that one step to say, hey, man, I love you. We're, we're family. You know, hey, you can come over to this barbecue. You know, you don't have to stay over there and be hungry. Where, you know, I felt God told me to say that because it's too much division going on. And I just want all to know that I love all and this platform's open for them. It's open for you. And I can't wait to connect with uh, your other two friends. Thank you so much. What you say brings the tears to my eyes because it really does mean a lot. You're welcome and hopefully you have a good night, Danielle, and uh, I'll talk to you tomorrow most definitely. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us. Thank you.